You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. We are in a new year, 2010, a new decade. Um, so a lot of new beginnings going on right now. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today is how to start fresh in your marriage. You know, as I mentioned, this is a time of resolutions and all that sort of good stuff. So we're going to kick this off and ask, I'm going to ask you the question of how can couples resolve to make their marriage stronger in 2010? Well, you know, Steve, generally when we make resolutions for our, our, our marriages, our relationships, we start with the idea of, okay, well, we should communicate better, so I'm going to make that a goal or um, – we should make more quality time together. I'll make that a goal. and Or uh, maybe it's uh, we should stop arguing so much, so I'm going to make a goal of, you know, not fighting with my, my spouse. And that is great. But I think that those results, those resolutions, are much, much easier to accomplish if you literally start from the ground up, from your attitude, which means look at your spouse with new eyes. Look at him to or her to what, what fascinates, what uplifts, what inspires you about your spouse. And, <laughs> you know, I could just hear people say, yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you did get together with this person for a reason. Sure. And so if you can, it would be, okay, leave aside your criticisms, your dissatisfactions, your frustrations for now. And start with as if you had just met them. You were just in that first flush of getting to know you. Okay. You know? So can you give us some examples of how you can look at your spouse with new eyes? Sure. You know, like, one of the things that I love to do is, is to look at my guy and say, what is it that delights me? And for me, he can make me laugh anytime. It doesn't matter. If I'm in the dumps, that man will make me laugh. And, and I just that just thrills me. And another thing, you know, would be like, what do you see that you could admire? Which is different from what delights you. What do you admire? Um, I know that the fact that my guy's a good listener, that not just with me, but with other people, if I stop for a moment and pay attention to how well he listens to others, that's a real turn-on for me, you know? For some other gals, it's how much he vacuums the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do is, is we, take, we take each other so for granted. I know I've said this before, Steve, but it's, it's such a truism in relationships. So instead of being, take a step back, what delights you? What do you admire? What, what about him or her puts that smile on your face, you know? Okay. And, I mean, so what you're talking about really aren't uh, big dramatic things uh, that need to be done or they don't necessarily cost a fortune to do. Um, they can just be little things in your daily life. Indeed. And, and I think when you change your point of view on anything, a, a person or, or, you know, yourself, whatever, when you change your point of view, that, that is very, very powerful. Because that, Steve, is really where all change starts, is changing your point of view. And so it does take some effort, okay? I mm -hmm. mean, there's times when he's being an absolute Grinch, and I can't, I have to force myself to remember 
doesn't. Yes, Noel, he makes you laugh. <laughs> I think. But it does not cost you a dime, and it's it's really the basis of genuine change. Okay. Now, these skills, can they also be applied to your family and children and uh, parents-in-laws? And I, I guess it, it seems like they would, so how can we start on that path with the relatives as well? Well, they do indeed. And, and, and for those of you who have children, I mean, it's like, you know, when the, when the baby is new, absolutely everything is a source of delight. He gurgles and you're in, in heaven <laughs> kind of thing, right? So, again, it's that attitude. You want to look for something wonderful or surprising, you know, um, or pleasing about the person. Like with my sister, lately I've begun to notice just how devoted she is to her stepfamily and the efforts she'll make to, to be her best self for them, even when, you know, having a stepfamily isn't the easiest thing in the world. Um, and I let that part of her kind of resonate with me, so I pay more attention to that and less attention to the fact that she can be awfully nitpicky. <laughs> okay, <laughs> And you can do that with anybody. You know, you can look at your mother-in-law and be intensely grateful that she gave birth to the love of your life. Or you can just kind of cringe, you know, every time she criticizes you. So, you know, we're back to point of view. Yeah, and it, you're right, because it gets back to what are the things that you're focusing on? Are they the exactly. negative things or the positive things? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that helps me a lot when I'm trying to make this kind of a shift with, with someone or with my honey, is I'll journal for a little while, not in some big elaborate way, you know, not five pages a day, but I will keep a little running notebook every day of the things that delight me, the things that make me smile, the things that I'm, I'm really tuning in about him that I like. And that sort of helps me get the new or refreshed, if you will, point of view. Yeah. You know what I like to do, too, is I like to look at the, um, the old pictures on the computer sometimes. Yes. Because I feel like, you know, we've dumped all these pictures on our computers and we forget about them a lot of times. And every yeah. once in a while I like, to, I like to go back and check some of them out and remember some of the good times. Not that there's bad times currently, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, nice well, to, it's nice to look back sometimes and remember all the good times, the, all the good history that we have. Absolutely. And it, it reminds you of different aspects of the good history. Good, uh, very good point. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that you've, you've done together maybe a year or two ago and you kind of forgot about how, how much you enjoyed you know, your wife or whoever in that circumstance. Yeah, you know, another thing is uh, my wife and I, we do uh, monthly date nights where it's a surprise date night where one of us will take the other person out without telling them what we're doing or where we're going. I and, love that idea. And we'll, uh, we, we've put together a scrapbook, and so we'll take some mementos from whatever the date may be, whether it's like at a restaurant or a movie or whatever, and we'll just kind of put it in the scrapbook. So every once in a while, it's nice to flip through that scrapbook and see like all the really cool things that we've done in the past. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot we did that. That was really fun. Right. right. So um, without doing date nights at work, uh, will these same tips apply in your work life? As you said, without the date night part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, of course they will. I mean, you know, for many of us, if your job's kind of gotten either stale or boring or, or, or just way too stressful, if you can make that point of view change, make that effort to look at your work to see, okay, well, what, what uplifts me, you know? What, what makes me happy about having been there that day at work? You know, maybe it's it's like the joy of doing something well. I, I know for me that if I get an email or or a voicemail from someone that something I've written, something I've said in a speech or whatever has made a positive impact in their life, I can feed on that for a week. Mm-hmm. 
just by focusing on it, on that little piece. So a coworker says, gee, thank you for, you know, helping me out or something like that. So if you're a homemaker, it's paying more attention to your kid's smile when you make that sandwich. Yeah. It, it doesn't really matter the kind of work you do. It's if you deliberately kind of look for, well, what's, what's making you happy in this? There's always something if you look hard enough. Okay. Well, that's great advice, and I think that's um, going to help a lot of people carry them. You know, it's particularly after there's that big holiday dump of <laughs> yes. the people have left the house, the goodies are off the countertop, and so now we're all trying to cope. So I, right. I think this is, uh, this is a great way to kick things off for the new decade. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for us today, Noel. So I want to thank you once again for your time. And thank you, Steve. It's always a pleasure. Uh, so you guys are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful, as well as Dangerous Relationships. Uh, you can get more at her, about her recent book at yourmaniswonderful.com. You can find out more information about Noelle at her website, noellenelson.com. And you can also follow her on Twitter, Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Hitched Media, and of course you can find uh, past articles from Noelle as well as podcasts and uh, also her blogs on hitchedmag.com and the Married Life Network. So until next time, everybody. I just want to say one thing. My wife is home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.